Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily Bible reading podcast that goes through the whole Bible in a year. We follow along with the weekly Torah portions and read daily from the Torah, the prophets, the writings, and the apostles. If you want to learn more about the podcast or connect with us online, find us at dailybreadmoms.com. There you'll find information about the journal. Um, that's the Bible reading plan that we use, um, which Bible translation we use, and how to contact us. You'll also see information about how you can support the podcast by becoming a patron and how we can connect with you more. We've got some new things for our sweet patrons and are excited to let you hear from us in more ways beyond the daily Bible readings. So find us at dailybreadmoms.com. We look forward to connecting with you. Let's get to our podcast episode for today. Shalom, this is Johanna, your reader today. Today is Thursday, the 2nd of November, and on the Hebrew calendar, it is the 18th day of the month, Cheshvan. This week, our Torah portion is called Vayera, which means, And He Appeared. We're going to start today in Genesis 21, 5 through 21. Before we begin our readings, let's take a moment to bless God and thank Him for His Word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to His people Israel and to all peoples through His Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. Abraham was 100 years old when Yitzhak, his son, was born to him. So Sarah said, God has made laughter for me. Everyone who hears will laugh with me. She also said, Who would have said to Abraham, Sarah has nursed children? For I have given birth to a son in his old age. The child grew and was weaned. Abraham made a big feast on the day Yitzhak was weaned. But Sarah saw the son of Hagar the Egyptian, whom she had borne to Avraham, making fun. So she said to Avraham, Drive out this female slave and her son, for the son of this female slave will not be an heir with my son, with Yitzchak. Now the matter was very displeasing in Avraham's eyes on account of his son. But God said to Avraham, do not be displeased about the boy and your slave woman. Whatever Sarah says to you, listen to her voice. For through Yitzchak shall your seed be called. Yet I will also make the son of the slave woman into a nation, because he is your seed. So Avraham got up early in the morning and took bread and a skin of water and gave them to Hagar putting them on her shoulder and the child, and sent her away. She went and wandered about in the wilderness of Beersheba. When the water from the skin was finished, she abandoned the child under one of the bushes. Then she went and sat herself down opposite, about a bowshot away, for she had said, I can't bear to see the child dying. 
So she sat down opposite and lifted up her voice and wept. Then God heard the boy's voice, and the angel of God called to Hagar from heaven, and he said to her, What troubles you, Hagar? Do not be afraid, because God has heard the boy's voice where he is. Get up, lift the boy up, and hold on to him with your hand, for I will make him a great nation." Then God opened her eyes, and she saw a well of water, and she went and filled the water skin and gave the boy a drink. God was with the boy, and he grew. He dwelled in the wilderness and became an archer. He dwelled in the wilderness of Paran, and his mother took a wife for him from the land of Egypt. That was Genesis 21, 5-21. Today, our portion from the prophets is Judges chapter 1. The book of Judges in Hebrew is called Shoftim. Now it came to pass after the death of Yehoshua that Bnei Israel inquired of the Lord, saying, Who will be the first to go up for us against the Canaanites to attack them? The Lord said, Yehuda will go up. Behold, I have given the land into his hand. Yehuda then said to his brother Shimon, Come up with me to my allotted territory, so that we may fight against the Canaanites, and I also will go with you into your allotted territory. So Shimon went with him. When Yehuda went up, the Lord delivered the Canaanites and the Perizzites into their hands. They struck down ten thousand of them at Bezek. They found Adoni Bezek in Bezek, engaged him in battle, and defeated the Canaanites and the Perizzites. Though Adoni Bezek fled, they pursued him, caught him, and cut off his thumbs and his big toes. So Adoni Bezek said, Seventy kings, having their thumbs and big toes cut off, used to pick up scraps under my table. As I have done, so God has repaid me. They brought him to Yerushalayim, and he died there. Then the children of Yehuda attacked Yerushalayim, captured it, struck it with the edge of the sword, and set the city on fire. Afterward, the children of Yehuda went down to fight against the Canaanites that dwelt in the hill country, in the Negev, and in the lowland. Yehuda then marched against the Canaanites who dwelt in Hebron. The former name of Hebron was Kiryat Arba, and they defeated Sheshai, Achiman, and Talmai. From there, Yehuda marched against the inhabitants of Devir. The former name of the Vir was Kiryat Sefer. Kalev said, Whoever attacks Kiryat Sefer and captures it, to him will I give my daughter Achsa for a wife. So Otniel, son of Kenaz, Kalev's younger kinsman, captured it. So Kalev gave him his daughter Achsa as a wife. Now it came about when she came to him, she had persuaded Otniel to ask her father for a field. When she got off her donkey, Kalev asked her, What do you need? Give me a blessing, she said. 
For you have given me land in the Negev, you should also give me springs of water. So Kalev gave her the upper springs and the lower springs. The children of the Kenite, Moshe's father-in-law, went up with the children of Yehuda from the city of Palms to the wilderness of Yehuda, which is in the Negev of Arad. They went and settled with the people. Then Yehuda went with his brother Shimon, and they defeated the Canaanites that inhabited its fat. They utterly destroyed it, and thus the name of the city was called Chorma. Also, Yehuda captured Gaza with its territory, Ashkelon with its territory, and Ekron with its territory. The Lord was with Yehuda, and he possessed the hill country. But he could not drive out the inhabitants of the valley because they had iron chariots. Then they gave Hebron to Kalev, as Moshe had promised. So he drove out from there the three sons of Anak. But the children of Binyamin did not drive out the Jebusites who inhabited Yerushalayim. So the Jebusites continued to live with the children of Binyamin in Yerushalayim to this day. Also, the house of Yosef marched against Beit El, and the Lord was with them. The house of Yosef sent men to spy out Beit El. The former name of the city was Luz. Now the scouts saw a man coming out from the city, and they said to him, Please show us the entrance into the city, and we will deal kindly with you. So he showed them the entrance into the city, and they struck the city with the edge of the sword, but they let the man go free with all his family. So the man went into the land of the Hittites, built a city, and named it Luz, which is its name to this day. Menashe, however, did not drive out the inhabitants of Beit She'an and its villages, or Ta'anach and its villages, or the inhabitants of Dor and its villages, or the inhabitants of Ivlaam and its villages, or the inhabitants of Megiddo and its villages. So the Canaanites resolved to dwell in that land. When Israel became strong, they put the Canaanites to forced labor, but they did not drive them out. Nor did Ephraim drive out the Canaanites who were living in Gezel, so the Canaanites settled in Gezel among them. Nor did Zvulun drive out the inhabitants of Kitron, or the inhabitants of Nachalol, so the Canaanites settled among them, but became subject to forced labor. Nor did Asher drive out the inhabitants of Akko, or the inhabitants of Tzidon, Achlav, Achaziv, Chelva, Afik, or Rechov. So the Asherites lived among the Canaanites who were dwelling in the land because they did not drive them out. Nor did Naphtali drive out the inhabitants of Bet Shemesh or the inhabitants of Bet Anat, but lived among the Canaanites dwelling in the land. Though the inhabitants of Bet Shemesh and Bet Anat became forced labor for them. But the Amorites forced the children of Dan into the hill country, for they would not let them come down into the valley. Also the Amorites persisted in dwelling in Mount Heres, in Ayalon, and in Shalvim. 
But when the hand of the house of Yosef prevailed, they became forced labor for them. So the territory of the Amorites ran from the ascent of Akhavim, from the rock and upward. That was Judges chapter 1. And now our portion today from the writings is Psalm 24. A Psalm of David. The earth is the Lord's and all that fills it, the world and those dwelling on it. For he founded it upon the seas and established it upon the rivers. Who may go up on the mountain of the Lord? Who may stand in his holy place? One with clean hands and a pure heart, who has not lifted his soul in vain, nor sworn deceitfully. He will receive a blessing from the Lord, righteousness from God his salvation. Such is the generation seeking him, seeking your face, even Yaakov, Selah. Lift up your heads, O gates, and be lifted up, you everlasting doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord, strong and mighty, the Lord, mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O gates, and lift them up, you everlasting doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord of hosts, he is the King of glory. Selah. That was Psalm 24. And our portion today from the Apostles is Matthew chapter 20. For the kingdom of heaven is like the master of a household who went out early in the morning to hire workers for his vineyard. Now, when he had agreed with the workers for a denarius per day, he sent them into his vineyard. And he went out about the third hour and saw others standing in the marketplace idle. And to them he said, You go into the vineyard too, and I'll give you whatever is right. So they went. Again, he went out about the sixth and ninth hour and did the same. And about the eleventh hour, he went out and found others standing around. And he said to them, Why have you been standing here idle the whole day? Because no one hired us, they said to him. He said to them, You go into the vineyard too. Now when evening came, the owner of the vineyard said to his foreman, Call the workers and pay them their wages, beginning from the last to the first. And those who had come about the eleventh hour each received a denarius. When the first came, they supposed that they would receive more, yet they too received a denarius. But when they received it, they began to grumble against the master of the house, saying, These last guys did one hour. And you've made them equal to us who bore the burden and scorching heat of the day. But answering, he said to one of them, Friend, I'm doing you no wrong. Didn't you agree with me on a denarius? Take what is yours and go. But I want to give this last guy the same as you. Am I not permitted to do what I want with what belongs to me? Or is your eye evil because I am good? So, The last will be first, and the first last. 
Now as Yeshua was going up to Yerushalayim, he took the twelve aside privately, and on the way he told them, Look, we're going up to Yerushalayim, and the Son of Man will be handed over to the ruling Kohanim and the Torah scholars. They will condemn him to death and hand him over to the Gentiles to mock and to scourge and to crucify. Yet on the third day he will be raised up. Then the mother of the sons of Zavdai came with her sons to Yeshua, and she was kneeling down and asking something from him. What do you want? he said to her. She said to him, Declare that these two sons of mine might sit one on your right and one on your left in your kingdom. But Yeshua replied, You don't know what you're asking. Are you able to drink the cup I'm about to drink? We are able, they said to him. He said to them, You shall indeed drink my cup, but to sit on my right and left, this isn't mine to grant. Rather, it's for those for whom it has been prepared by my Father. Now when the ten heard, they became indignant with the two brothers. But Yeshua called them over and said, You know that the rulers of the nations lord it over them, and their great ones play the tyrant over them. It shall not be this way among you. But whoever wants to be great among you shall be your servant, and whoever wants to be first among you shall be your slave. Just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Now as they were leaving Yericho, a large crowd followed him. And here, Two blind men sitting by the roadside, when they heard that Yeshua was passing by, cried out, saying, Have mercy on us, O Master, Ben David. The crowd warned them to be quiet, but they cried out all the more, saying, Have mercy on us, O Master, Ben David. Yeshua stopped and called out to them, What do you want me to do for you? he said. They said to him, Master, let our eyes be opened. Moved with compassion, Yeshua touched their eyes. Instantly, they regained their sight and followed him. That was Matthew chapter 20. If you are reading through the New Testament or the Apostolic Writings twice in this year's cycle, you'll be reading Romans 2 today also. I pray the word of God washes over your heart and your spirit today and renews your mind. I'm Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom to you from Israel. Until next time.